doing really well. Now, when was it? When was it in mortgage that you started really feeling like, okay, I'm crushing it, right? You mentioned four yeah. to five hundred thousand that yeah, you were making. I mean, I don't know. It was probably ten years in or something, maybe a little less. I mean, it's probably maybe even sooner than that. I mean, I remember I started getting awards, and I worked at Bank of America for a while, and I was the number one, you know, local lender there. You know, well, but say but that I, say that out loud. You were the number one lender for B of A. Locally, and I'm I'm assuming that there were a ton of originators. Well, I wasn't number one; I was number two. There's a guy named Devlin. Yeah, you know us guys. We're going to stretch it out. You yeah, always well, roll up. But I, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was, I did well. Um, uh, I was the guy. The manager would be like, "The let's have a meeting." And John, tell us how you're doing it, so everybody yeah. else can learn from. You know, I was, yeah. I was, I was always kind of not always, but a lot of times in my career, I was that guy. But you know, well, that's why you're you ever, here. Did you ever? The, you asked that, and it's interesting because. Did you ever have a point in your career when you looked around and you made more money than you thought? You know, you'd surpassed that six figures, and mm-hmm. and and you have the house, the family, the kids are healthy, you know, a little bit of money in the bank, and at the and you look around and go, wait, something is still wrong. Mm-hmm. I think uh, for me, that's every day, still every day, yeah, still every day, wow. because I think that it comes with. Uh, it sounds like we're wired similarly, yeah. similarly yeah. Uh, in the sense that I have to check myself at the door, and I'm not very good at this, where I go, dude, you have really everything that you could yeah. ever have imagined and, and more, and and I'm still not satisfied, mm. right? I'm not satisfied with myself. I'm not satisfied with how I treat my wife, even though I love her and respect her and treat her, I think, amazingly 90% of the time. It's the other 10% of the time that I'm not the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. In business, I'm the same way with my kids. You know, they're my everything, but I'm not the best dad I could be at all times. And so I think that, you know, to answer your question, no, I'm far from it. And and I struggle Mm -hmm. with that. And it sounds like you do a little bit as well. Uh, I I, I, I do. I, I, I think I've really come to terms with it. I, 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 um, you know, you asked the question, like, when did I feel successful? I mean, at that point where I, I had reached maybe the third level of success, you know, I, first you want to get a house and make a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Right. And then okay. it's like, I, I, was that I, about checking I, boxes I, like earlier I, in life? I was sitting in, I, my, my, my ex-wife and I had, had moved to Liberty Hill. We had five acres. Okay. We had horses. Okay. We had beautiful property. Um, had a pool. Yeah. You know, kids are happy. And you were all checking those boxes. You go, hey. I had all the boxes checked. Yeah, okay. I mean, all, be, beyond that, really, were originally, I had, I had all the boxes checked. Okay. And I remember sitting out, you know, because I remember my wife and I were super disconnected at the time, my yeah. ex wife. And she'd be in bed and I'd be up at like midnight and I'd be sitting next to the pool outside on five acres looking around. Beautiful. Just yeah. everything's beautiful. Big skies, scars everywhere. Yeah. And completely empty. And and going with a beer in your hand, uh, maybe or a cocktail. Well, something whatever. that was during that time yeah, where I was like, maybe dip, I, yeah. I was trying not to drink. So, I didn't, but yeah, I mean, it was like it just completely empty. And and um, it started me on this path, this kind of spiritual journey where where I I basically I had a the therapist describe it to me, and and it, like, I'm not prescribing this to anybody because it's you, people can stay in that state and be happy and, and die, mm-hmm, you know, be true. fine, yeah, and, and everything's okay, and mm-hmm. it's not things really wrong. But for me, I was like. This ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it. Okay. And um, I basically, the, the therapist used this word like b- blowing it up. I basically blew it up. Okay. I, I you just blew it I all just up. I unwound it all. Okay. I ended up, you know, long story short, we got I got divorced, which okay. divorce by 
How does sort that of, happen though, right? I mean, I know how it happened with like, do well, you go to your wife and say, hey, this isn't working? Or does yeah. she come to you and go, John, I'm I'm out? We, we had a lot of conversations around that time and, and it and we were in therapy and, and, and it neither one of us wanted to make the calls what yeah, it was. Yeah. And 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 you know, it's like we would do kind of like a little I would go, you know, go with to a friend's house for a night or two and then I'd come back. And mm-hmm. like neither one of us because it it really was probably our focus on the kids. Yeah. You, you can't avoid a divorce having an impact on the kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and at the time we had a, th- I think my daughter, my youngest daughter was three, two, two, mm-hmm. I think. And, mm-hmm. and she was kind of the light of our lives. And, and it was like to imagine that, you know, put, and again, I had the story that I wasn't, sure. gonna, I was not going to be like my parents. Yep. 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 So, I remember that. So it was, it was a yeah. hard thing to get to. And, and, and finally I, I sat down and said, um, I had some great mentors and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, kind of, I would call this one particular guy, kind of a spiritual advisor. And, okay. and he took me through the process and, um, uh, during that time, and boy, we can get into stories about how I got there, but and I, I got to. to this place where I was really quiet with myself and the message I got was let her go. Okay. Let her go. Yeah. And what I realized is I was still holding on, still trying to be, hold it all together mm-hmm. and it wasn't helping her and it wasn't helping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so, you know, I just, I, the next day or that night, I can't remember, but I wouldn't talk and say, I'm ready to get a divorce. And then yeah. it's funny because it gets a little personal, but well, she, she filed the next morning. So she was ready too. It just, it was hard for either somebody one of us. Somebody just had to initiate We just it had and, to be, yeah. the, I had to, you know, we, we had to agree to be the bad guys. Well, you know, you know a lot of guys, most guys will hold on, right? And mm-hmm. see whether they're, you know, they their perception is they're a great husband, great father, provider, what have you. Whether they're completely faithful, whether there's a ton of infidelity, whatever there is in between, right? Yeah. Women, from what I understand, right, once they once they've made the decision that they're done, they're done. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, something mm-hmm. is happening in their lives where they go, okay, I can now transition because you know if you're the caretaker, they need to be feel they need to feel like they're being taken care of. Right. In one way or another. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, that's true. Like, and, and I had to be, get real clear with myself that mm-hmm. I, I was trying to be this, this great husband, but I'd also, I was done. Yeah. I really was done. Yeah. And I just wasn't able to, to deal with that reality.